sensing something, we need to pray for you. I mean that humbly but respectfully. There's something I was sensing while we were in worship. And I recognized it. It's being familiar. Several years ago, many years ago, I had the opportunity to go to Florida. Took our youth one year and the next year. We took our youth, but I ended up speaking. The next year we took our youth and all of our staff. I ended up speaking. But there was something consistent in those several years that we were there in Pensacola, Florida. And it's what I was sensing here this morning. Just a richness and a fullness. Let, let me just explain. Uh, and it wasn't just the atmosphere that we had because there were 7,000 people in the audience. You know, sometimes you can get just hype and excitement. Come on. I mean, it was an atmosphere where chains were falling. Miraculous things were taking place. And I'll never forget, uh, Brandon reminded me this week. He said, Pastor, you need to preach that message I will fight for the heart of my king. He remembered it from years ago. And so I was thinking of that when we were sitting there. I'll never forget at the end of that message when we said we will fight for the heart of our king. We did the altar call and commissioned all the pastors and youth pastors not to come forward. We prayed over them. And then we had them turn and face the audience. And there was a one level, a second level, and then a third tier in the balcony. And we told them, and we prayed over them that God was going to unleash like a spiritual tsunami on them. But well, they were going to be the wave. And so we commissioned them, and they went from the first row to the second row to the third row and clear back. We, you should have, it was a sight to see. Now, whether you're religious or not, and this might offend you, uh, bear with me. Because uh, what ended up happening is because there was no room when you have thousands of people in an auditorium like that. They couldn't stay in the aisles. And just like a wave comes and whatever it hits, it will crash against and come up over. Those pastors and youth pastors and other uh, leaders got to the chairs, went up over the chairs and up over the chairs like this. You, it was a sight to see, let me tell you. And the glory and the power of God fell in that place like something I had never seen. When you have every youth in that place was getting hands laid on them, delivered. I mean, there were no catchers. There were no time for any of that prim and proper stuff. People were hitting the floors, but nobody was getting hurt. They hit the balconies, and by the time it got to the balcony, they started walking backwards to the aisle, not touching anyone, and the wave came this way then. I'm telling you, it was something like I had never experienced, and there was something familiar about that atmosphere that night. And it was what I was sensing in this place this morning a sense of real liberty and freedom. There, 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 and yet I could, at the same time, I could sense that the enemy isn't liking it. I could sense that he would like to bring in some resistance and hindrance and try to stop it. But I'm telling you, there was such a familiar atmosphere in the midst of worship this morning like that that I recall. Like that night of that tsunami when we brought that word. I'm telling you, it was something I had never seen. When you, when you have the ability to see hundreds and thousands of people get saved and healed and delivered and miracles uh, throughout that entire weekend. I mean, we had wheelchairs and canes and casts. We were cutting people's casts off 
on the platform because they were being healed so radically. We didn't need them to wait to go to the doctor. We literally had piles of that stuff sitting all around. And we have the video. We have the DVD of it. Uh, I mean, there's transformative things happened during that time. And I'm sensing what God is trying to do. And if you will let him, I'm telling you, he will transform your line and your life. But if, if you and I... If you and I aren't careful, we'll be a spectator and not a participator. There's a word. No more can we be a spectator. Part of the problem with the church and the reason we are in the condition we are as a corporate church is because we've been, spent a whole lot of time being spectators and not participators. We don't need any more spectators. We don't need any more people to come and just see what's happening to, for the sake of seeing. It's time to be a participator. To every person that chooses to be a spectator online and you have every ability to be here, you should be. You should be. You're being a spectator when God has called you to be a participator. Hallelujah. There went the ratings. I just made them all mad. But sometimes we'll stay home in our comfort. God is not interested in your comfort. No, no, God is not interested in our comfort. In fact, God will often make you and I uncomfortable to get us where we need to be. My God, he will often make us very uncomfortable to drive you and to get you to your place of purpose. So if nothing else, hear this as your warning. Hear this as a clarion call from heaven, even as the word of God says in Jeremiah 33 and 3. It's one of my favorites. You heard me. I've quoted it often. It says, call unto me, and I will answer you and show you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. We love that scripture, and we love to quote it, but we misunderstand it. First of all, it starts out, call. Let me tell you, it doesn't mean pick up the phone, and it doesn't say, well, Lord, please help. Call means to shout or to exclaim. In other words, it's sometimes it is necessary for you and I just to get radical, shake off all of your dignity and all of the fear of what people would think or whether it's not in tears and call, shout. If you've ever tried to get someone's attention and you've shouted at them, anybody else ever shouted at your spouse or ever shouted at your kid when they almost ran out in front of a car, come on. We are in desperate times. We'll get to the message in a moment. We are in desperate times, and it is necessary that, that, that the church would call. Am I, am I at the Brethren Church this morning? I mean, Lord Jesus, help me. No offense to every other church that broadcasts on our network, but come on. The Bible says, call unto me. It means to exclaim or to shout, meaning you are, you are too desperate to be denied. Call unto me. He says, and I will answer. In other words, if you call out to me, I will answer you. Not like we do to our spouse when they say, hey, honey. And there's silence where we don't respond. God is God enough. He is big enough and he is faithful enough. He says, if you call out to me, I will answer you. So that's what the word says. Call to me and I will answer you. And I, and I just won't answer you, but I will show you. Great and unsearchable. If you've been around long enough, you've heard me say the word unsearchable there, it literally translates inaccessible. Inaccessible things that you do not know. In other words, everything that seems beyond your reach. Oh, God. Everything that seems impossible. Amen, Sister Brenda. Everything that seems impossible. That doesn't make sense that... that 
that defies all logic and reason. Are you following me? To everything that mathematically doesn't add up. To all the things that, that goes, everything that we read in the Word that often defies everything that we come to know in existence. When we talk about healing or miracles or deliverance or God's prosperity, amen. All of the things, all of the history of our church has always defied logic. Always. They call us fanatics so that we have crazy faith, whatever, but the proof is in the pudding. Hallelujah. And so, and so he's saying, if you call out to me, I will answer you, and I'm going to show you the great and inaccessible things, and I will release to you great and inaccessible things, thing, things that seemed far off. My God, someone needs to receive this word today for yourself. Things that you thought were far off, things that you thought would never happen to you, things that you thought were beyond your reach were meant for your neighbor, things that you thought were for another church or another person or, or someone else in your family or the neighbor down the street, amen? He said, no, it's for you. But what did he ask you to do? Call. That's it. That's it. We, we spend so much time and so many preachers waste a lot of time teaching people three steps to victory. Shut your mouth. He said, call. That's all. Call. Hello, are you hearing me? Call. It's real simple. I love that about the gospel of Jesus. He makes it real simple it, to where all you and I have to do is do what it says. Amen. Give and it will be given to you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Right? He says, if you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, thou shalt be saved. It's pretty simple. Are you hearing me? He says, just call. So everybody that has something that has been inaccessible, oh, God. Hallelujah. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. Can you turn that on? Hallelujah. We're just going to do it right now. We're going to finish that series today, permeating praise, because it's permeating in the atmosphere right now. It's percolating. My God, there's something percolating in the atmosphere. How many of you remember those percolating coffee pots? There's no coffee in the world better than a percolator. I got a Keurig and I got other, other fancy little thing people buy me. They're cute and they're nice, but it's no good. You want something good, you get a percolator. And when you use a percolator, it permeates the atmosphere. Oh my God. There's something percolating in the atmosphere. There's something shifting. I feel it bubbling up throughout the worship this morning. Amen. It was just bubbling up under the surface. That's why he that has an ear, let him hear. Those of you that are sensitive, you're sensing there's something, my God, happening. There's something about to happen to transform, not just you and I, but to transform a city. We didn't buy that other church just to say, oh, look at us. We didn't buy houses to say, look at us. We don't, I don't need any more to take care of. What we're doing is we're doing it because there's something percolating. There's something that's been going on under the surface. And all God kept saying, just get ready. Get ready. Do it. Do it. Kept giving us release to do this and to do that. He keeps expanding our boundaries and our territories. He keeps increasing uh, 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 our, 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 our influence all around the globe. Amen. Every, every, all around the globe. Do you know we were three times more viewed in Australia this week than any other nation on the world? I don't know why. Third most view, watch this. Third most view was this, the country of Russia. Oh my. 
I don't know how they're getting it, but somehow they're getting it. Because a lot of their stuff's blocked. My point is there's something percolating. It's permeating the atmosphere, and for whatever reason, he is trying to use you. It's not me. It's not just this church. Uh, let, me, let me put it this way. Through this series that we're going to do in a moment. We've used Judah as a foundational part of it. Judah means praise. And in most of the texts that I've referenced, it never talks about the mother of Judah. It talks about Judah being, meaning praise. We've talked about over the last several weeks about how we're to be the sanctuary of praise. And I started really thinking, God, what is it? But every time that I see Judah, I don't see much something. I'll reference it more a little bit later. But if Judah means praise, and praise is something that we do, Scripture does speak of the father or the producer of Judah. The producer. That's what a, a father always is, is the producer. But what is the mother? The mother is the carrier or the womb. What God needs you to be is the carrier. Someone needs to receive what I'm trying to tell you. In other words, I said before, I introduced it before as though you were the sanctuary. It's a nice way of calling you a carrier. Remember we said that when, when the sea saw it, it fled? Saw what? the carrier of praise. If some of you will receive what I'm telling you, things in your life are going to, whatever is opposing you is going to turn and turn away from you. If you will get a hold of this word, that's why I said earlier, there's something percolating that's been bubbling under the surface. Something bubbling under the surface. And if you will just dare to put a praise on, if you will dare to be, allow yourself to be a carrier of praise, if you will dare allow yourself to begin to, to just be uh, the, the womb for praise to, to reside, meaning like David, I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will continually be in my mouth, meaning I'm not going to speak just about what's wrong, but I'm going to allow praise to bubble up out of me. Hallelujah. That I may not have much left in my checkbook, but I'm going to bless the Lord. There, I may have five more enemies this week than I had last week, but I will bless the Lord. Are you hearing me? I don't know if my marriage is going to hang together, but I will bless the Lord. I don't know if I'm going to have a job when I go to work tomorrow, but I'm going to bless the Lord. Are you hearing me? That's what he desires of you and I, that you and I would be a carrier or a womb for praise to reside. Be that carrier. Be that person that be, uh, above anything, that instead of talking about our problems in our mouth more than we do anything else, we're going to have praise on our lips. That's what I'm saying. So, saying all that to bring you back to where we were. 
There are people that are in here when I mentioned about Jeremiah 33 and 3, and he says, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and unsearchable or inaccessible things that you do not know. That there are inaccessible, there are things that are beyond our reach, there are things that we haven't seen fulfilled yet. And I don't know about you, but I've been in church far too long and I've seen a lot of people leave church disappointed. A lot of people not get what's theirs. This is the moment, and this is one of those words where if you will get a hold of this, this is not hype or hyperbole or any of those other things. This is truth. Just as much truth as that if you and I will confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, we will be saved. Just like the, the Word of God talks in very, all the examples that I've given this morning, very simplistic, like call, and I will answer. If you will call and you will shout unto God, He's going to answer. He's going to show you, to show or to deliver to you. I mean, remember going to show and tell. We would show. See, that word show there doesn't just mean that God's going to show it, tell you, but not give it to you. No, it actually means to deliver it to you. He said, I'm going to answer you. Once you call unto me, I'm going to answer you. And I'm going to show you great and unsearchable or inaccessible things. I'm going to show you or I'm going to deliver it to you. Just like the pizza man. Comes and brings your pizza. He says, I'm going to show and I'm going to deliver it to you. What do you got to do? Call. Thank you. Praise God. Somebody's paying attention. Call. So before we get into the finality of this word, and I'm going to have to wrap it up quick because Lord Jesus, I want us to call. Call. Th- 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 what I'm telling you to do right now, it's not for the religious or the faint at heart. This is not for people who are interested in leaving and still living the same life you've been living. What This is a challenge for people who say, I'm done with that. What I've been trying to do isn't reaping the results that I want. See, coming to church just doesn't reap results. Back to that analogy I just gave you about the Judah and the mention of the father but not the mother. When you and I can begin to really understand this, that's why the Bible says, those who worship him in spirit and in truth. He's searching for those. It will worship Him in spirit and truth. There is a lot, a lot, a lot of people that go to church. There's praise teams that bring the presence of God into a building, and the people are just sort of... unmoved. You know why? Because they haven't got that revelation that I just dropped on you that they're to be a carrier. Just think about that. You're, you've got a carrier. Everybody in this place, you've got a womb. Yes, man, you've got some womb. Spiritually speaking, anyway. I ain't talking about none of that other junk. We're a carrier. And so we labor in praise and worship to draw in His presence so that He has somewhere to reside. My God. And so 
we'll work really hard in worship to bring and allow him to inhabit the praises and he comes and he sits upon a praise but then he has nowhere to go because we're just sort of like you done yet that's why you are the way that you are I tell you this because I love you the reason you are so miserable you are so depressed you are so bound and you are fighting the same battle today that you were 10 years ago it's because you have not got that revelation that you're a carrier and that you like the word we've looked at when the seas saw it turned back and fled that's you it is just not scripture that we read to be inspired by this is how God works praise and worship still works that way that he comes to inhabit the praises of his people so much that he wants you and I to be such a sanctuary that we house him he's dwelling in the midst of us and inside of us and there's such an atmosphere about you and I that when opposition comes when debt comes walking towards us amen when our enemies try to rise up against us when the devil himself brings a legion of whatever up against you and I when they come creeping up in our room and we rise up they're gonna see us and turn back is anybody hearing me all you and I have to do is Jeremiah 33 and 3 call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you I will deliver to you great and unsearchable things he says I'm gonna give you the keys I'm going to, I, I know our keys look different. They're not real keys anymore, at least mine are. I, I'm going to give you the keys of all the inaccessible things. How many of you have been waiting on some keys? Hallelujah. How many have been waiting on things that are inaccessible? Miracles that you thought was for everybody else. Deliverance you thought was for everybody else. A financial miracle. Amen. Everything that we're experiencing as a church should be overflowing into your life. If it's not, this is for you financial overflow, all the things that we're experiencing that allows us to do what we're doing, it should be flowing back into you right now. And if it's not, then you need to call. I don't care if, I don't care if the government has you on a fixed income call. God is bigger than your government check. Are you hearing me? He's bigger than that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't care if you're buying a or driving a car that's held together with duct tape. God's bigger than that. I've had those cars. I've had cars with air conditioning, but it wasn't AC. It was because the holes in the floor were so big that it blew back through, you know. I'm telling you. That Ford Escort. I've got the pictures to prove it. Preacher would roll up to do a funeral. Clankety clank, clank, clank. I don't care what you're driving. I don't care what your house looks like, call. I don't care about how bad he broke your heart. I don't care how bad she cheated. He said, I will answer. And I'm going to deliver to you great and inaccessible things that you do not know. Will you indulge me just for a couple minutes and stand if you can? Oh, Lord. My call might not sound like your call. 
It definitely won't sound like your car. But if you're one of these people, if you're one of these people, you identify with what I'm saying, everything seemed just beyond our reach, just beyond always seemed like it was happening for everybody else, but you can identify with something I've said just so far, then I want you to call with me today. Meaning we're going to elevate our voice to God and God alone. And we're going to call. If you're sitting in your home right now, I want you to call with us. I don't care if you have neighbors in an apartment building or neighbors downstairs, or if you're driving down the road, pull off the side of the road and start calling on the Lord in a moment when we start. Because he said, I will call out to me. And he said, I will answer you. I really want to believe today that as you and I call, that thing I was sensing earlier about that tsunami, when I reminded you of that message Brandon talked about, that that, that same tsunami, if you and I will dare call, it'll, it'll greet you in this place. I don't need to come find you. I don't need to come to where you are. That same tsunami can come greet you and meet you and touch you and help you in your home, in your car, in your seat, sitting or standing in this room. If you'll just call, simple as that, he says, call. And I'm going to answer you. And I'm going to deliver to you these great and unsearchable and inaccessible things that you do not know. What do you mean I do not know? That you didn't think was for you. I needed to drop that one at the end. Some of you just didn't think it was for you. He said, oh no. I saved it for April 3rd, 2022, when I could have you at a place to prepare you for this revelation, to drop it in your spirit. You were ready to receive it. You didn't think it was for you, but it's for you. And so are you ready? I said, are you ready? I want you and I, if we can, to elevate our voices in this place and just begin to call on the Lord. That might mean you just pray. That might mean that you shout. It might mean that you have to give God a hand. Maybe some of you just can't shout. So maybe you got to clap your hand because your voice doesn't shout like that, but you want to participate in the call. Hallelujah. I don't care what it is that you need to do. Maybe some of you have to step out of the aisle where you are to call. I don't care. And some of you might need to, I I don't know what it is you might need to do. I'm not going to tell you what it is you need to do, but in a few seconds, I'm going to challenge you to call. We're going to count down in this place because I said there's something percolating. And I believe by counting down, we're going to give it permission to be released in this place. Meaning deep's going to call out to deep. Meaning it's been percolating in that place. It's just like that percolated when you have it at home, that old time coffee pot. And it starts out kind of slow. And as the coffee pot gets more and more ready for you to drink it, it intensifies. And you can hear and you can smell that coffee all through your three-story house, my God. There's something been percolating in the atmosphere. When people that are online are commenting and saying, my God, I sense it in my home. We're seeing those comments every week. My God, I felt that in my home. I'm receiving that in my home or or things like that. There's something percolating. And so what we're doing by counting down is we're saying, God, I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you permission to come and as I fully surrender, Answer me as I count down in this place. Are you ready? 
Lord, allow your presence to not just percolate, but permeate in this room. Father, in 10, you can count down with me. My God, in nine, in eight, in seven, six, oh my God, in five, in four, in three, my God, in two, in one. Now call out to God in this place. Hallelujah. We elevate a voice to you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We elevate a voice. We call out to you. We call out to you in this place, mighty God, that you would answer us and show us great and unsearchable things that God we do not know from this place. I will bless the Lord at all times. Your praise will always and continue to be on my lips. Oh God, we call out to you in this room. We call out to you in this room. We call out to you in this room. Oh my God, something percolating in the atmosphere. Something percolating in the atmosphere. Keep calling, keep calling, keep calling, my God. Come on, keep calling, keep calling, keep calling, my God. Keep calling. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We call out to you the coffin you show. Great and unsearchable things that God we do not know. Great and unsearchable things, my God. Great and unsearchable things that God we don't know. the crowd does don't stop because the crowd does if the woman with the issue of blood had done that oh my god if blind Bartimaeus had stopped hallelujah hallelujah Lord we call Lord we call we call out to you Lord show us release it to us oh God Release it to us, oh God. Deliver it to us, God. Oh, shekere Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Great and unsearchable and accessible things. Inaccessible things. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 If you got to keep calling, keep calling. If you got to keep crying out, if you got to get out from where you are, do it. Do it. Come on. Remember the woman with the issue of blood. Had she not pressed through? Tricks are for kids, baby. This is not for kids. This is not for kids. If you're done with where you've been and you say, Lord, I need it today, press in, press in, keep calling, keep calling, my God. Keep calling, keep calling. 
Keep pressing, keep pushing. Hallelujah. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, God. He shed a Hallelujah. Jesus. My God, my God, my God, my God, he's answering, he's answering. He said if you'd call, he would answer, he's answering. He's answering, he's in this place. He's in your stuff right now. Hallelujah, he's answering, keep calling, keep calling. Oh my God, keep calling. Yay, God. Yay, God. Yay, God. Hallelujah. He's answering. He's answering. He's answering. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Yes, Lord, more. Lord, keep answering, keep showing up, keep delivering. God, do it for more. More people in this place. Yes, Lord, we're calling. We're calling, God. More, God, delivered to more people. Delivered for more people in this place. Yea, God. Yea, God. Yea, God. Do it for more people in this place. God, that we be a sanctuary that praise just dwells. Praise just dwells in us. God, just do it. Father, drive out every area of brokenness in the name of Jesus. The Lord just showed me brokenness for somebody. Oh, my God. For somebody in this room, you've been so broken. But God says you've been broken in all the right places. He, you have been broken in all the right places. And this is the day he's made and set aside for you to be fully restored. He's answering you. He's helping you right now. You sense the anointing and the power of God on you. And he said, you've just been broken in all the right places. Receive that, 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 that transformation on you. Allow the power and the presence of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, there it is. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. And from the soles of your feet, you're feeling the fire. You're feeling the glory of God coming up over your knees, my God coming up to your hips glory to God all over your body that's going to burn deep into your soul deep into the very spirit of who you are the very brokenness of all that you've been oh God where you've been and what you've done is not defining you anymore but from this day forward you're being transformed being transformed from the inside out hallelujah you've been broken in all the right places your story is long and it's difficult and you've been through trauma after trauma after trauma but it's because you've been broken in the right places broken in all the right places 
He's not done with you. He's not done with you. He's not done with you. And if you'll let him right now to finish healing you and nurturing you, and if you'll give over to him fully right now, he's going to use your story for his glory right now in this place. Yeah. Yeah, all that ugliness and nastiness that not everybody knows. And you couldn't tell it in most churches, but you're going to be telling it here. You're going to be telling it here. Hallelujah. My God, the person that you were is not who you are. He's healing you. He's nurturing you. Yeah, you, you sense the glory. There's more coming. For whoever, uh, there's a couple of you in this room. I'm not going to call you out. You just need to receive it where you are. There's a couple of you. He's not done yet. It just stopped right there at your waist. But there's more coming. Remember how I said that tsunami, how it went? And then the wave receded. Get ready for the second wave. Here comes more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he's going to begin to heal your heart. He's going to begin to heal your heart, meaning all the things that people have said and done to you, even your family. I see wounds and scars and bruises from the people that they claim to love you the most have wounded you the most. Oh, God. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to make an excuse for what they've done. I'm going to tell you that they loved you and they did the very best that they knew. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you the truth. They did the very best that they knew. They were as good a dad as they knew. Yeah, you deserve better. Yeah, you needed more, but they, they gave all they had. And the reason that's important is right now, your heavenly Father is going to give you all that He has. Are you hearing me? Your heavenly Father, He said you didn't need your, your natural father, your natural mother. You didn't need your sister and your brother. You didn't need your wife and your husband to give you everything that they you thought that they could, right? Because the, the one that gives you all that He has is your heavenly Father. And so here comes that wave, and it's bubbling up from where your waist is. You're going to feel the power and the presence of God over your torso, all over your body. It's going to make its way to where your heart is. It's going to burn deep within your, the very soul and spirit of every person that I'm talking to in this room. And He's going to mend you. He's going to heal you. Amen. To where there's nothing missing, lacking, or broken. No longer are you damaged goods. No longer are you going to be named by what you've done or who you used to be and by your mistakes. Hallelujah. My God. My God. Someone in this room, you're, you're going to get a, a reputation. You're going to, he, he is going to give you the best PR that you've ever had in your life in this moment if you'll let him. He's going to give it to you in this moment. So what you were a thief? So what what they called you? So what you were a slut? I don't care what the neighbors call I don't care if you're the trailer trash of town. It don't matter. I don't care if you have a rap sheet longer than mine. I'm telling you he's going to transform you today because the God that we serve is the only one that I know that's in the real recycling business. Are you hearing me? God is the only one that can take me from being trailer trash into something glorious, into something marvelous. Are you hearing me in this room today? My God, my God, He's doing it in this room. I'm speaking to somebody in this place. You thought that God, you thought that God was not going to heal you. I'm here to tell you this is your day. I heard that doubt in my spirit as I'm standing in front of you. There is somebody, I don't know if you're in this room or online, I don't know where you are, but I, 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 can, I sense it because I heard it. You even said it in your spirit. 
like that's good but that's not for me that's true if you're not going to call I'm telling you as short as I'm standing here or else you can call me a liar that if you'll call it'll happen remember I've been riding reminding you remember the woman with the issue of blood what would it was she had not called had she pressed not pressed through what a blind bar Emmaus hadn't a, did, brought attention upon himself even after they all said uh, 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 shut up Shh. when all the church yeah I know lots of churches don't like us because we're shouting, but that's the problem. The reason he ain't showing up in your church is because you don't call. Jesus, if you'll call, he will answer. He showed up from the lame man. When everybody tried to, to, to quiet him, he, he showed up. He's stirring those waters like he did in the pool of Bethesda. He's touching the waters, yeah. And you're sensing it. And if you'll just begin to call on him and fully surrender yourself to him, it's yours. It's yours right now. To every person I'm talking to, I want you just to receive what I'm telling you in this room right now. Receive it to be yours. Receive it to be yours. Receive it to be yours. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, just keep calling out. I feel the need to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind every religious spirit. I bind every, every spirit that would try to hinder people from stepping out and being used of you, from allowing the anointing of God to be released. I bind every restrictive spirit in the name of Jesus. I bind you, foul Jezebel. I bind you, you spirit of Python, in the name of Jesus that tries to squeeze and snuff out what God would want to do. You foul spirit of divination. I declare this is the day of liberty. I declare this is the day of liberation for the people of God that God has assigned in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I pray there be an open heaven over this room right now in the name of Jesus. As these people call on your name, as they call out to you, Lord, answer them and show them great and unsearchable things that God they do not know. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we decrease that you might increase. Father, do what only you can do, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. Come and fill this place with your glory. Come and meet these people as they call out to you. Oh God, do it, do it, do it in the name of Jesus. I feel the percolating of your presence. I feel the permeation of praise through this room. Now God, come like a mighty rushing wind. Come like a flood through this room, God, and do and transform and heal and mend and nurture and heal, God, the people of God that so desperately need you, I pray in the name of Jesus. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
while you're in his presence, I want to challenge you if you can. I want you to tell the Lord, now, Lord, finish what you started. Just say that as you pray. Lord, finish what you started. In other words, don't stop with where you are. You know? In other words, you're just telling him, God, more. Finish it, Lord. Finish, Lord. Whatever you started, God, finish it right now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Finish what you started. Total deliverance. Total healing. Total restoration. Nothing missing. Nothing lacking. Nothing broken in my life. Hallelujah. Finish what you started. As I call out to you, finish what you started. Hallelujah. Finish what you started, oh God. Finish what you started, oh God. Finish what you started, oh God. Yes, God. Finish what you started. I'm not going to be partially blessed. I'm not going to be partially healed. I won't be partially delivered. I won't be partially mended to God, but I'm going to be totally mended, totally healed. Nothing missing, lacking, or broken, God. Finish what you started in this place, mighty God that you are. Jesus. Finish what you started. Finish what you started. Finish what you started. <laughs> Call out to me, and I will answer you. And I will show you great and unsearchable and accessible things that you do not know. Call out to me. Call out to me. Call out to me. Woo! Jesus. Show you great and unsearchable things. That you do not know. Woo! Finish what you started, Lord. Finish what you started, God. Finish what you started, oh 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 God. Finish what you started.